0: I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim, and I'm Kevin. It's time for episode number three hundred and seventy-seven of Video Games Hot Dog, a pirate radio show on the internet. You see how effortless it is now, Jim? I've got a new one. It should be <laughs> now. It should be a Harmony Joy Bus Ride. Oh, okay. Is that like a, is that like a Wesley Willis? Yes.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, good. Harmony
2: Joy Bus Ride.
0: Yeah, as opposed to a, a Hell Ride or whatever, whatever he called. Yeah. That. Does it have to be on the internet? Counterpart. Yeah, they um, were all, it was, it was a Hell ride or a Joy Ride, depending on how his demons were feeling at the time. Right. Nerve Wrecker and Brain Cracker, and I forget what the... Uh, I, no, I don't think it be on the pointer. internet. I think we should ship this episode only on CD. <laughs> okay. Or on vinyl, uh, which we would be glad to sign, but you have to headbutt us. Oh,
3: we're going to have uh, to edit very, it down
0: then. Very slowly. Like, unless it's a double LP. mm or a, just a real slow one. We could record it at two x, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you just have to like lower the lower the voltage going into your record player, right?
2: If you if you make a forty five and play it at thirty three, if you make a forty five but speed it up such that if it was played at thirty three, does that actually give you more time on the? record yeah because yeah, yeah. It, because it's, it's
0: literally it, yeah it's playing slower. it's rotating the disc slower yeah,
4: yeah. <clears throat> could you could you make a a prank record that the the outermost groove actually directed outward so that when you went to play it your the needle would just fall right off the record every time That's,
1: it's
0: good yeah you have just to play a, it you have to put it on the inside groove a needle and platter ruiner yeah well no, the inside groove just immediately screeches off to the center.
1: Oh sure. Which is made of
0: sandpaper. <laughs> but
1: so, somewhere in the middle you could have actual music.
4: Yeah, you could have like yeah, have like the secret track that actually yeah. works. You
0: found it. Or it's just a recording of you saying, fuck you, over and over again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, been it's been a while friend. since we
0: recorded, and it's been even longer since uh I published an episode because I just could keep fucking up and not editing episode number three hundred seventy-six of Video Games Hot Talk of Pirate oh, Radio. you were Show doing on the important Internet. work. I saw some of it. Well, sure, but I was also I was also traveling. I went. We went to uh, we Saint went to St. Louis, Louis to play a lot of board games that I'm sure we will talk about yeah. uh, cool. on this once we get to the board game section of the podcast. Uh, and then i went to visit my family guys i watched a lot of fox news while i was in rural southern illinois and you are not going to fucking believe what aoc is up to now
1: <laughs> oh no does she need
0: to apologize oh i think she should she knows what she did uh boy what a what a just a craven do they call her aoc uh, they just yes. have a yeah well wow. cuz they
2: can't pronounce her last name so
1: yes <laughs> well i mean but but just having such a You talk about this person so much, you just have a real quick shorthand. A TLA.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The AOC TLA classic. Uh, Boy, boy. Just uh, the only idea. Like, they're like the equivalent of the YouTube algorithm. Their only ideology Mm. is what can generate the most outrage uh, in every viewer.
1: Yep. I wonder how they measure it. Do they have a hotline engagement?
0: Remember that section of uh, the movie private parts where the executives were realizing that like the people who love Howard Stern spend an average of like two hours a day listening to him. And the people who hate him spend an average of four hours a day listening to him. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess the world is fucked. And Howard Stern knew it <laughs> in his autobiography. Everyone should read uh, that, by the way. It's Well, you know what? I read it like 20 years ago. So take that recommendation with the, a grain of salt. The movie was good. The movie was good. Yeah, just watch the movie. When when was the movie?
2: Fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. Do you think it was post two thousand?
0: Still a long time ago.
1: I can't.
2: I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I could say maybe late nineties. Maybe private parts. It's probably a little better than the Matrix. Nick (laughs) Sutner got so angry. I was rating movies on Letterboxd. (gasps) Oh yeah. Well, just to to be friends. To be social. I thought maybe I could like. Catch up. Maybe that would be a way of me keeping track of the movies that I wanted to see that was, uh, I don't know, easier than writing them down in a note, which it would not be. But I, uh, he got very angry at me when I was saying aloud what I was rating various things and that I only gave The Matrix. I said, The Matrix, that's kind of good. Three stars out of five. And then I <laughs> went on to give something very, very dumb. Four stars out of five. <laughs> Freddie got fingered. Or... It was
1: a... There was a tweet. where I think it was Griffin McElroy was was like ranking forms of human expression and put music like eighth on the list, hmm. and made a lot of people very mad.
0: <laughs> I how
1: do you even compare
0: them though?
1: I you know I I think it might be just be like how much time when, he spends well, thinking about each one or working on each one or listening.
0: What what have you? S- probably to- talking. I yeah. would say is probably the well. It top was ranked. It was like of human expression. It was like flapping. movies, okay. paintings,
1: okay. podcast. Podcast was above music. Well, you talk. <laughs> you talk in both
2: uh, movies and paintings, so that makes sense. That, that's sure. fair. Okay
0: podcast is weird because it is talking right like right
1: but i don't think you had any other kind of talking on the list it's you all media if it was the like, only
0: kind of talking so like i think mean, he's on media, tape right? if i had to choose whether if it was like all right the genie says you either have to get rid of all music or get rid of all like entertainment right. that involves people talking right i would yeah. have a very hard time choosing it was music. like
1: it was like six forms of storytelling and then mm. music okay so like i totally get like that you'd rank storytelling above music but still, the indignity of putting music so low. Why so low, Griffin? If that wasn't, if that
0: is in fact your name. He likes music, you know. He yeah, makes, does makes he? It. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he he makes more talking. I Pro- mean, you're probably, probably gonna. True. I mean, you know, I would say video. Does games. Does he make a living talking? I would talking? say video games are the best. Oh yeah, I definitely. that there it is. Yeah. Wh- whichever Call thing has money. made you the most money is the thing that you think <laughs> is the most valuable form of expression. Right. That's...
4: I would say, uh. Pancakes shaped like cartoon characters. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Regular pancakes. Like le domain, he like would say that flatulism is the highest
0: form of expression pancakes. because everything's yeah, right. Oh, that's funny. true. Yeah. Right. Le Pedomain? I can never remember. A. I don't know how to pronounce any given French name. And B, I don't remember how to spell that one.
4: Amelie.
0: Yes. Yes, it's Amelie.
4: <laughs> uh, is, what do you is think Amelie? Amelie a homily?
0: What do you think Amelie mm. Poulain, uh, with her fabulous destiny, would say is the most sincere form of
4: it, homo- platter, that's kind of
0: corn, right?
4: Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, that's also true. Yeah, yeah.
0: nixtamalized corn. Right.
2: Amelie, Amelie, Amelie.
0: <laughs> uh, it was very hot and uh, muggy in uh, rural southern Illinois. Also in St. Louis. Yeah, but I had some beer, and that helped you just like bathe in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rub it. The... Got, got a lot of uh, roll in the ice cold can across your forehead. That's very satisfying. It's yeah. almost worth going somewhere hot just so you can do that. It's, you can it's... go in the shower and do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can.
4: <laughs> if you if you like stick the can like on the side of your neck where that ot- artery is, that's pretty effective.
1: Mm-hmm. You just chill your brain immediately. Yeah. yeah. You relax. You chill out. Hmm smart. I've never done
0: that. I've never done the like the cool the, the shower blood, brain chill. Cool the blood it's, to your
2: brain. I'm correct. talking
0: I'm talking to the guy uh, about redoing my shower uh, uh-huh. tomorrow. What I should have him do is put in a special shelf that has a has a lip on it so that I can fill it with ice and have a cooler full of beer oh, yeah. in the shower with yeah. me at all times.
4: You could just have you could have have like just install a have, kegerator. Yeah, just or put like like a cup holder, but run like a water cooling system through through the shelf that has the cup holder or a cup holder in it. I mm-hmm. saw a picture
2: of somebody uh, restoring their phone from backup. I think, and apparently the phone gets real hot when it does that, so it actually throttles itself. So to speed up the process, you can just put it between two like bags of ice and it
0: will, it will restore much faster
1: so that's uh, cool. like the the trick where you wiggle the mouse and
0: windows 95 runs faster. Uh, yeah yep. yeah what a weird uh what a weird thing yeah, yeah. what a
4: strange thing to be real <laughs> yeah
0: there was that and then there was uh, ken jennings presaging oh, the death God. of rip torn Oof. no not rip torn ross, uh, perot. ross perot yeah geez what I, but, nobody could no, nobody thought rip torn was ever gonna die yeah, Ken Even Jennings tweeted was a poll rich. the other day. Ross Perot is alive or dead, and like seventy percent of people knew that he was alive. And then like a week later, he died.
4: Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh the the genie that's, caught that's wind a lot of, of it. Power or the, he has. the curse or something. Yeah. Well, that if it had Quebec. been if
0: it had been the other way, if everyone had thought he was dead, that would have just been proof of like consensus reality. Like, was, oh, oh yeah, shit, yeah. most people think this guy's dead. Fuck, 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 fuck. Kill him. <laughs> oh. I'm assuming uh, whatever profane so prime does mover. Does that
2: mean that Elvis is more likely to be alive than most dead people?
0: Uh, yeah, if most people believe that Elvis is still alive and hiding somewhere. Yeah. What about the theory that I just made up that Elvis and Jim Jones were the same person?
3: Hmm.
4: Sure.
0: This explains a lot. He's really charismatic. Thrust those hips. I'd follow him anywhere.
4: Maybe How, Jim Jones what? was actually Jim Morrison. Hmm? Or hmm. vice versa. How old
0: would how old would Elvis be now?
1: Like 80 something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I think he's like, like 10 30s. years older than the Beatles. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, mid eighties. That would be a, uh, be a good long life. Yeah. would be a uh, good, good. Do you think you he Elvis. would be
0: doing embarrassing? Uh, like, you know, I don't know. Are, would you, would you characterize what the Rolling Stones do as embarrassing? I bet the people enjoy those shows. I, I've never, uh, I've never been to a Rolling Stones concert, so I, I wouldn't, say. I don't think that I would go to one because it costs like $600 as right. far as I understand uh-huh. it. And I am curious, but not that curious. Right. Did you ever see that video of Elvis, like super drunk, just like fucking around on stage and bantering with the audience and not able to like really get his shit together, <coughs> but then he starts singing Unchained Melody and it's just like incredible and perfect no. It was super super weird. No, I never it's, saw I mean that. I guess I kind of spoiled it for you uh, but yeah, it's, it's like uh, a different part of his brain. Like yeah, the, uh... it's just it's like shocking how like obviously super fucked up he was and then how just like still incredible he was at his job.
1: Huh. It's like that scene on uh, Man in the Moon with uh Balky, what was his name? Balky doing the Elvis impression.
0: Uh, Andy Kaufman. That's it. Were you thinking of wow. uh, Balky
1: Bartakamus? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is what is the character on Taxi's name? Um,
1: Hans Landa. Uh,
3: now all it, I can think of, of is the, Balky Bartakamus. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, I him.
2: <laughs> is it? Is he a perfect perf- stranger? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Hans Latka. <laughs> Because anyway.
2: there was there was the, um, I was going to say the documentary about. Fuck now I've now I've spaced it. now Jim No, it was a female singer, who also got drunk on stage and like but just couldn't perform. Like she just kind of sat down, and like couldn't sing, and I've totally spaced her name. Britney Spears. Nope. Oh, that's an excellent guess. Uh, so
1: a young person
0: uh well yeah, she, these, did, she died young yeah. young anymore Uh-oh. amy winehouse yes amy winehouse oh i didn't know there was a documentary about amy winehouse. it's really good i bet it I oh my god it's it is is really good okay i think it's just
2: called amy yeah it's really good
0: well i'm gonna watch it yeah
2: i think it, i think it's on netflix
0: every once in a while i'll go into some place that is playing that the popular album that she had that was just inescapable for a while in like 2006 and i think fuck this is good and why don't i listen to this constantly yeah
2: it and will make I, you want to listen just, to her music a lot more too. I just too. Forget about it.
0: By the time I get home, where the music is, yeah, that is not meaningfully true at all. There's no difference. No matter where you are, you have all of the music that you have anywhere now. Basically,
2: <laughs> I mean, eh.
4: that, if that... you have if you have bandwidth to, have to gather it. services, I don't. Yeah. I don't use any music streaming services. No, I well, I do not. But iTunes will stream me the music I already own if I ask okay. it to. But also, you can just listen to anything for free.
0: Like on YouTube
4: or yeah. whatever. Okay.
2: whatever
0: you
3: know. true.
1: Sure. I recently started giving Dropbox money in part so that I could <coughs> put my entire MP3 collection on Dropbox. Mm. Wow. But my hard drive isn't big enough to fit my MP3 collection, so I can't put it in Dropbox to sync. You mm. can...
2: You can um... I, I can, sync things. You can selective then,
0: sync, but you have to have at least one hard drive that's big enough. <laughs> to, no, I don't think so. Or I you can do it in pieces. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You sync stuff and then you like turn off selective turn off to, sync. Yeah. Turn right, off the local yeah. sync and yeah, yeah sync no, I, that's stuff. that's
1: part of part of what I've been doing. This is just turning off. I mean, you could also. Do you have like more than? Do stuff. you have
0: like several terabytes of MP3s? I probably not. More than half a terabyte. Because, I mean, but a, a bunch. like a two terabyte external drive, you could probably get for like 60 or 70 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've
4: done that like, just recently.
0: Yeah. It's I shocking how Dropbox cheap that shit is now. On a USB drive.
2: I got like a micro SD card for my Switch that was like half a terabyte yeah. or something
0: yeah for like less than a hundred
2: dollars like those things are ridiculously small
0: i remember paying 75 dollars <laughs> yeah. for
2: one megabyte of ram
0: <laughs> that's we paid this is the truth
2: hundreds of dollars for a 10 megabyte
0: mm-hmm. hard, drive. hard drive the joke yeah. is that we're old yes
3: <laughs> yeah
4: mm. Just i paid seven thousand dollars for one ream of paper
1: there's, Do you remember when CPUs were only a couple of gigahertz? Uh, I uh, it's,
0: there has there has never been a time when I have not routinely filled up whatever hard drive I was using and had to like get rid of some stuff to clear up space. Like even though even things now? have increased in size by orders of magnitude, it's still so have like video games. One
1: of my favorite things about uh, having a MacBook is that every once in a while, the Mac will say, oh, you're low on hard drive space. We just cleared your bash log for you. That sucks. (laughs) Didn't you want your bash log? uh, I've never actually looked at my bash log. Maybe you might someday. But I might someday. And there was probably a good, like, 60K they cleared up there. Yeah,
2: it seems like the the least effective way to add space to the drive. (laughs) Right.
0: We've just started deleting your text messages one at a time.
2: At random? (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. Good. Pretty good. (laughs) Alphabetically. (laughs) We found some extra space by deleting some periods and sentences here and there.
0: (laughs) If you did it alphabetically, it would delete the ones where you were the most excitedly reacting to things. (laughs) Yeah. Also where you were scared. Or the beginnings of your reviews of A Reckless Disregard for Gravity. Hey, remember all the board games we played? Yes. Talk about them. Uh, so my favorite board
2: new my favorite board game that is new to me uh, is Decrypto, which is uh, it, it is similar in some ways to like uh, Code Names or something. You have two teams. Each team gets to see four words, and those those words are assigned a number that is known only to that team. But the whole team gets to see it. There is no like code master or whatever. Um, and then uh, both teams, one player on each team, draws a, a card, um, two different cards, and those th- those cards have three numbers on them, uh, like one, four, three, or something like that. And so you are trying to get your team to know which three words you're referencing with with oblique clues. They can be yeah. Like, you give
0: a one word clue. You, they, it can be a short okay. phrase or oh, like okay. a
2: sound. Like it, it apparently it's. Um, it's pretty broad, like what you can do. I think you could. And so, write.
0: like the first round, it's extremely easy, right? Like you yeah. could just say synonyms. <clears throat> right. But
2: yeah, but so, uh, so you give clues. The opposing team gets to guess what three words you're trying to. They, reference. Guess, they,
0: they get to guess the code sequence. Yeah. Right. Sequence. So you have like one, three, two. You know that those correspond to words, and the the opposing team is also gets a chance to guess. And if they get one, three, two, you lose.
2: Yeah, twi- twice in a row. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like three interceptions or no, sorry, two interceptions or two failures. Um, if your codes are too oblique though, and your own team can't get the right sequence, um, then you also get like a strike against you, and two of those strikes also ends hmm. the game. That um, reminds
4: me of Canes. Did you guys ever play that? It's a it's a game with a regular deck of cards, um, played in teams of two. Uh, and you, the one, one person is playing the dealer and they deal four random cards up. They deal, uh, what is it? It's everybody gets four cards, uh, in their hand and the dealer deals four cards at random onto the table just off the top of the deck of what's left. Face up. Face up. And there are no turns. Uh, the rule is that you, you hold your cards in, in your non dominant hand and you can only, uh, put a card down with your, right hand assuming you know assuming you're right-handed you grab a card from your from your left hand put it down the table pick up a card put it in your left hand and everybody's just just doing that with no no particular turns the goal is to get uh, all four cards in your hand of the same value uh, once once it's clear that nobody wants the cards that are on the table at a given time the the dealer pushes them away and deals up four more cards uh, the goal is to get a match four of a kind in your hand, at which point you have canes, but you cannot personally declare that you have canes. You have to signal to your teammate that you have canes, and then your, your teammate declares that you have canes and you get a point. But if you figure out what the other team's signal is that they're using, you can call canes against, and then if it turns out that they, that, one of them that the the whichever guy you're accusing does in fact have canes then you get the point instead of them this decrypto is
0: hard to describe it's pretty simple once you get going yeah but even then like people don't get it right away like mm. it's it,
2: yeah it's because what you're trying to do is clue like you're trying to clue a word with a bunch of things that if because your, your opponents are writing down what your, your clues are right so
0: you don't like if it's fish you don't want to say like water fins Animal. swim yeah because then when you say you know trout they're going to know that that corresponds the opposing team is going to know what word that corresponds to yeah. so you're trying to figure out ways to clue it that aren't things that will resolve to in the Opponent's mind to the same thing as the previous yeah. clues. So, like, Ooh.
2: go would probably be a good clue for that. But then you can't reference like, a, like, a card game again, or else that'll like, maybe zero it in or whatever. Yeah. Um.
0: And it yeah. seems like you could play it effectively with four people.
2: Yeah, I think so. That's what we were starting out as, and we got. I think we went up, we had a really great game that last. Like, it can only the game can only last eight rounds, and then at that point. If no one has won, <clears throat> uh, you state what you think the other team's words are, and the team that has the that gets the most right, like actually correct, uh, wins. And if there's a tie there, then it's the team that um, had, I think, the least interceptions or something. I don't know. It's good. Touchdowns.
0: Did you buy a copy of it?
2: I have not yet bought a copy, but it's you buy on, a copy and bring it to the office. Okay. Um, another game that I enjoyed is called Red Seven, um, which is a very sort of straightforward game. It's a it's seven uh, seven cards, uh, one through seven, in seven different colors like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, uh, and each each color of card has a different sort of win condition on it, like the highest card on the table or the most even cards or something like that and at the end of your turn you have to be the person who's currently winning you have to have this that means if the win condition is highest card you have to have the highest card on the table um if you aren't the person who has the who's currently winning then you have to either put a card down to change the win condition or put another card in front of you like in your tableau to become the person who's winning and if you can't do that you're out Hmm. um or you can do and you can do both you can put a you can change the win condition and put a card down um and then the play just sort of proceeds around in a circle until there's only one person left
0: <laughs> i don't think i um, saw anybody playing
2: that. it's That's very so clever cool. and neat and the strategy is like interesting but it's another sort of game kind of like arboretum where um it's just a very simple set of of tools but then the like the strategy sort of evolves out of that it's really it's really good i will also buy a copy of that at some point what uh what did you play that you liked
0: uh, there was that railway ink that I yeah. think you also liked. It's, you've got a grid that's like a dry erase board that has some roads coming into it from the outside and some railroads Rail lines, coming yeah. into it from the outside. And there are dice <clears throat> that you roll. You roll the dice and the on the faces of the dice are different, like pipe dream pieces, basically of roads and railroad tracks. Yep. And you're, you, You know, the dice get rolled, and then you can draw each of those, and then you have a few other things that you're allowed to, like, draw throughout the course of the game. But you're trying to make, like, the most effective network of roads and railways to Hmm. connect as many of your things as possible. there's, like, a handful of different scoring things at the end, like, using
2: through the the nine tiles in the middle of the board, get two extra points, having a—you get points for the longest road you have, the points for the longest railway that you have. Yeah.
0: And the most things that are the most of the exits, and there are like what twelve exits, three the, on each side. The yeah. most exits that are connected to the same network. network. There are like things where oh. you can connect roads to. Is it
2: to the same network or just connected to anything? I think else?
0: it's connected to the same network. I think uh, they. I think they have to be. You score contiguous sets of them.
2: That was not how we interpreted it. We just said anything. So maybe, but you might. That would make more sense because I. I definitely. Um, did not have things connected to the same network, but I scored them as if it was all just anything that was connected.
0: There are pieces that uh, there are pieces that are like intersections between road and railway, which is you know, yeah the way to get
2: allows things to connect to a network.
0: It's there were a lot of games about rolling dice and then writing things on a on a whiteboard or a coded, piece of paper. Like a yes, uh, like uh, yeah. There's, we played Rolling this German right. dice game called Ganz Schön Clever, which is just this so very, wacky. very complicated... Like, watching people play it, you <coughs> you think they're just fucking with you. Like, you think somebody's just going to yell, that's number wang, because of, yeah. the, because of what it looks like. But once you actually learn it, it's like, oh, okay, this is not that complicated, but it's just like... You're constantly doing these like, okay, I'm going to score this blue two over here, which means that I get a yellow of any color. So I'm going to put this yellow four over here, and that means I get a wild card over here. So I'm going to write this down, and then that uses up one of my rerolls and one of my extra dice. So now I'm going to take – and so, like, it's just – it's
2: bonkers. It's, It's good, though.
0: Yeah. I would rather play it on a computer, I think. Sure. I also played like 10 or 12 games of new frontiers, which is the race for the galaxy board game (laughs) that just came out. It's so like race for the galaxy came out of like, Hey, let's make a card game of Puerto Rico. And like two different people tried and one of them made San Juan, which was a very much a card game of Puerto Rico. And one of them made something that they were like, fuck you, this is way too complicated. And he was like, well, I'll go off on my own and turn it into race for the galaxy and everyone will love me. Uh, and then they did Roll for the Galaxy, which was like a dice version of it that was good but cumbersome and kind of hard to teach people how to play. And that was by the same people, or was that by the like Roll through? The it ages was. There was all Tom Lehman, okay. like, and but now he has made basically Puerto Rico except Race for the Galaxy themed. Yeah, um, mm. and so it's it's real good. It is real good. The planets when you explore, you reach into a bag and you pull out these big chunky circular cardboard pucks that are the planets that you can have now now you know where they are and then you can like deploy your colonists to them so you can get the resources and stuff yeah
2: your your little player board has like sockets that you can put the planets in sort of in a a crescent around it uh and then like there's all there's you don't because in race for the galaxy your your cards in your hand are the like planets and stuff like that, but they're also the currency that you're spending. So it's like that things are like vastly interchangeable. Whereas this, everything is a unique currency. There yeah, there's money. There's like money, the, yeah. in,
0: in Race for the Galaxy, like <clears throat> a card, a face down card on a planet represents like a good that has been produced on that planet. Whereas this just has these little like translucent plastic crates that yep. you put on there as goods. It's super satisfying. It's, yeah, real, real good tactile design of this thing. And also, it's just it was immediately comprehensible to us who had played Race for the Galaxy before. And it's just, boy, it's good.
4: Yep. What was I the, bought a copy of that. What was good. the game you tweeted about? You had like a card with a sweet skeleton on it.
0: Oh, that was Escape from the Dark Castle. I don't know that I can really like recommend buying that, the game itself is nothing. The game itself is you have one die that you roll collect, like you are a group of adventurers and you each have one die that you roll and you're trying to like match symbols against a challenge and that's it. That is the gameplay. But it's you're going through these (laughs) decks of cards that are just illustrated like somebody's Dungeons & Dragons notebook. It's so... it's Okay, it's not like somebody's notebook. It's like the illustrations in like The first edition, yeah, yeah, like the like the most inexpertly drawn illustrations in early Dungeons and Dragons books, um, which are just so charming and so much less sterile than when they got good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, boy, Uh, you know we we fought some skeletons. (laughs) There was some like probably like a cursed meal. It's the the cards are just kind of like. Meal. meal
4: food oh also <laughs> cursed like, cursed like, meal cur- cursed Neil from the young ones <laughs> yeah like a cursed <laughs> bag of oats um
0: i'm trying to think what else i played a game about brewing potions called quacks of quedlinburg that was very good but it was again something i think i would really rather just play an app version of because it's mm. it's about Buying ingredients for making a potion, which are like these little chits that go in a bag that you draw from, so it's sort of like a deck builder, but you're just filling a bag with little cardboard chits that you draw out one at a time, and so it's just a lot of work to play. I feel like any game about making
1: a potion, you should be actually <laughs> manipulating liquids.
2: Yeah, they don't. They don't tend to put liquids
0: in board games. They could though. Sure. I mean, you could just. You could make a game that was designed around you filling some little jars with water with food coloring and in it and at the end you, know, you could dare each other to drink it. It would just be water with food coloring <laughs> well, in it. Well, okay. Or well, one mean, of
2: them could be like ink.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is this could water with yellow sauce. food coloring or did I pee in this jar while you guys weren't looking?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, maybe there like maybe there's like like a red ink and there's like a hot sauce and then there's like black ink and black food coloring and like oh right. And, like, like
1: that. The quote unquote game with the two kinds of jelly beans.
0: Oh, the birdie bots and the.
1: I'm not. Uh, birdie bots? Not yeah, American. birdie bots
0: was where Jelly Belly started making all the terrible flavored oh, jelly yes, beans. Right. It was yeah. a Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was a thing. boxed thing. Like, it came with a limited selection of, like, here's a bunch
0: of jelly beans, half of which are awful. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't ever really. Like, I wanted to taste all of the bad <laughs> ones just to idea, have done it. Yeah. Did you also like lick
2: a uh, Nintendo Switch cartridge? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean it's
2: I I put one like I was like switching them between spots and I put one in my lips for a minute and then took it out and was like, "Oh god, my lips are real bitter and gross now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that kind of it kind of sucks that it has something on it that stays on your lips. Yeah. Yeah. When just you taste something. Yeah. What is happening? Is anything consumed when you taste yeah, something? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure there's a, a chemical reaction that has to happen where yeah. that's destructive like s- of the thing that you are pe- tasting? Like a, a, like a tiny <clears> layer <throat> of the cartridge comes off on your tongue and gets dissolved. It's, but
2: I think it's. Yeah, I think. A, but we're talking like on the order of like tens of molecules mm-hmm. is yeah. enough it
4: to would like take many like on the order licks like, to get to
0: the center of a of a Nintendo Switch cartridge. <laughs> yeah, it's
4: like the amount of matter that is lost by smelling a thing.
0: Right. Although that's being lost all the time, right? Like the right anything Off-gasm, that has an odor is 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 unless imminent. you smell really hard. Yeah.
2: <laughs> God, I feel like I'm inside Ruth's nose now.
4: <laughs> inside your nose. now.
1: What, keep keep uh, going until we get it, right. Uh, what you... I mean,
0: it's. I think we're alone now, but it. That's.
4: I just, uh, yeah, I can't carry a tune, so it makes it more I'm inside challenging. Inside your nose now uh, right, is yeah. not
0: how. It, that's <sighs> that's a. It's kind of a cracked magazine. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> oh man, R.I.P. Mad. Yeah mm. right. Mm. Well, they had a good run. That's true. I I would buy a DVD ROM.
4: Yeah, <laughs> Of totally.
0: every Mad, that's you know a DVD ROM. Those things you buy.
4: I mean, they could probably just, like, when when it was announced and they said that they were going to do a a few more issues that were, like, recycled content just to to fulfill their last subscription obligations, when that was first (coughs) announced, I thought they meant that they were just going to
2: start over. Yeah, they were just okay. going to
4: start over from issue one and just just sell them again all in order. And I would totally subscribe to that. I would definitely oh, yeah. subscribe to like the first twenty years of Decades Mad Magazine. Delayed, yeah.
0: I always assumed that they were recycling a lot of material in Mad Magazine because like it, was a it, was, out it of felt like it was yeah. all from the sixties yeah. in the
3: eighties, and
0: is because everybody who made it was really old.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Is that our, is that our destiny oh, to man. be that just to be completely out of touch Yeah, with the humor and the fun? Well, like
0: tr- fun thinking folks? about revisiting like the frat boy war in kingdom of loathing is like, man, nothing is what it was when I made this awful thing. <laughs> like, how do you even, what is any of this? Well,
2: now? Are you saying that there aren't fraternities now?
0: I just don't know what... I don't know anything about them because I'm not cool. I don't get invited to any of their parties anymore. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure that what still happens is that uh, whenever you walk past a fraternity party, they're playing that... uh, the techno remix of that Four Non Blondes song, What's Going On? I
1: think it's important to remember that even when they made National Lampoon's Animal House, those stories were from, like, the 50s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I bet... If you showed National Lampoon's Animal House to a Zoomer, they would laugh, and not just at the tits.
0: What's a Zoomer? Yeah, what is a it's Zoomer? It's some generation younger it's than us. Younger than millennials? Yeah. I see. So is it because they're like boomers, but they move real fast? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just I, saw the word Boomers, once.
4: but they're Gen Z, I guess. Uh, but Gen Z isn't the result of a baby parties. boom. I don't think it makes yeah. any sense to...
0: Or is it is it because a hundred percent of people born post two thousand are can only be aroused sexually by Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> erotic fan fiction, wow. so they all identify a, as zoomers. The
4: thin blue line.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair to people who are aroused by hentai.
0: Sonic hentai. Okay. The thick, the thick purple line. Mm.
4: Uh, you want to talk about video games? Uh, I actually played a couple board games too. What? What? Yeah, man. Um, I played. Um, I did a uh, uh, escape box box escape the that one series um, escape the escape the box escape the game. I think it's escape, <laughs> escape the, the crate. No, that was that's a different one. <laughs> okay. That's the that's the subscription one. This okay. is the the packaged one, uh, like that you can buy in a game store. I see, um, but they they, um, they put out like a double size one uh, that is uh, I think it's called it's something something the catacombs or something it has a big skull on the front of the box you can't miss it okay um,
0: yeah I'll I'm gonna pester you to figure out the name of this thing so that I can actually put it in the show notes instead of just saying something something the catacomb something uh, <laughs> um, I don't know that sounds hilarious yeah, did you I throw mean, it away when you were done. Yeah,
4: uh, yeah, I've already checked it, so I can't, uh, I can't look. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll find out what the actual title is or put an Amazon link or something. But, uh, it's, it's the same sort of setup as all the other, like, uh, oh no, wait, it's, did I say escape the, no, it's exit. It's the, the exit the game series. Um, You've played a bunch of those, so there's uh, no struggle here. The, they're the ones the in the little that boxes, boxes. Yeah, yeah they're they're the, the door, ones okay. in the little box that they 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 use the uh, the, the the code deck of code solution wheel. Cards. Yeah, the deck of solution. It's like the the code wheel and the deck of cards to tell you if you if you got the thing right. The catacombs yeah. of horror. Yeah, that's probably it. And the what makes this one different is that whereas the others are designed for a single session, this one is designed for two sessions. Uh, so you can either play a twice as long game or you can stop and take a break when you reach the point where it says you can stop and take a break now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It has more, like, more interesting bits in the box than that series usually comes with. And, uh, that, that's probably this, the, the, uh, the series of these that, like, like, I don't know if I've played a single boxed escape game that didn't have at least one puzzle that I thought was kind of dumb or badly clued or just bullshit in some way. But the, the exit series is the series that I think has probably been the most, uh, 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 consistent and, and, uh, and least affected by that problem. (laughs) So. I've,
2: I've played a couple that are that are basically just cards
4: that I have. That's what that's this
0: series, is it?
4: Yeah. I, well, well wow. this the, the the one that is entirely just cards and nothing else at all is uh, unlock. Oh, what, what is what's the but one? There was one where like, you
0: were like escaping underwater. an underwater base, and there yeah. was just some bullshit where if you like, if you, oh, investigate this thing. Wow, that knocks five minutes off your timer. Fuck you.
4: Yeah, Yeah, you're thinking of unlock. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Those are bad. Those did suck. Yeah. Exit is the one that it it, it has cards, but they're like uh, there's also like a booklet and and a code wheel with, with symbols, and then you rotate the the code wheel to like if you think the solution to puzzle square is 256, then you dial in 256, and then the code wheel gives you a number, and you look at that number card in the deck of solution cards, and that tells you if you're right or not. I see.
1: Do you think they just haven't invented playtesting in the uh, Room Escape uh, genre yet?
4: it seems like... Like, I haven't run into any that were, like, broken you know like like i haven't gotten a a bad code out of a code wheel or anything like that so they're they're play tested in that sense at least
0: okay
1: people
4: just have
0: different taste for we did puzzle pint last night and there is just as part of this puzzle set there was one of those fucking things where there's a bunch of long division problems made of letters and you have to figure Mm. out what numbers the letters represent And, and like fuck off yeah, they like,
2: aren't fun at all. They're a not. A fun. bunch of people just did it, and, and yeah, it. it's
0: which I get. Bleh. And no, like there was a tip sheet. It was like, oh, if you hate this, here's a tip sheet so that you can skip part of it. Oh good. Uh, But boy, all of all of our feedback <laughs> was like, this puzzle it, should not be in the set. Like these yeah, fucking. If it occurs suck, to you, don't do this, That
4: but. maybe we should put, maybe we should put a thing that says, if you hate these kinds of puzzles. Like if if that disclaimer is necessary, then I think you don't need to have that kind of puzzle. The uh, I think that would eliminate the possibility
2: of ever using semaphore again in Puzzled Mind because there's people, a lot of people. Who I that. have been
0: railing against that semaphore <clears throat> shit for forever because I think that it is alienating to new solvers. Well, but what, I mean, how do
2: you feel about Morse code? Or those are
0: codes that like. It's pretty obvious when you find something that's Morse code there it, and it is obvious to us because we're experienced with these kind of things that if there's ever a thing where there's things going in two directions that that's going to be fucking semaphore and it's fine. Right. It's fine in a mystery hunt puzzle or whatever, but sure. it's like obscured semaphore. I just feel like is a thing that puzzle pint developer people love, but I think that it is like bad for the in what, in my mind, is the most kind of noble purpose of Puzzled Point, which is to get people who don't know about this stuff into it because maybe they'll really like it. But, like, it is important to me in that regard for the puzzles to be pretty easy. And that's another thing that a lot of puzzle makers Or if not disagree.
4: easy, then at least accessible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, man, it's getting too big again. The San Francisco. We've wonderful. outgrown. We've split it into two bars, and now, like last night, the one that we were at was we had like 130
2: way, people. Way too crowded. Wow. At, at our at our yeah, one
1: it's, venue, it's you know? fucked.
0: Like, and we I think we have enough people now to <clears throat> so, split it into three bars. So maybe but you like, need more puzzles that really
1: suck. <laughs> yeah, to just get people to stop
0: <laughs> stop coming. We tried once. We're like, what if we went way the fuck out in the sunset at a place that was really hard to get to? I wonder if that would make fewer people show up. And it's like all the same people showed up. They were just kind of grouchy <laughs> about. <laughs>
4: Is it all free? Yeah.
0: yeah. That's the thing. Z, it's, that, and they, That'd
4: be a way you could limit it, like how Metafilter does.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can... Like, there are spaces that will hold that many people, but you'd have to pay for them. But right? if we rented out a bar, it would be fine, but renting out a bar costs a few hundred dollars on a Tuesday, and this makes zero hundred dollars.
2: And there are, like, a, two
0: or three giant bars around, but none of them want us there. <laughs> yeah. So... That sucks. They don't like selling a bunch of beer to a bunch of fucking dorks. They don't. You never know what those dorks are going to do. I saw some <laughs> doing fucking long division in the bathroom.
4: Solving <laughs> <It's laughs> like, They were doing lines. lines of Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, what o- other game? The other board game I played is called Fuse. Fuse. Um, Where the, the, uh, the conceit is that you're on a spaceship of some sort and have discovered that your spaceship is full of bombs that you have to, you have 10 minutes to diffuse them all before your spaceship explodes. Um, and the way it works is, um, you've got a, a bunch of cards which you have, depending on how many players you have, you have been dealt a, a, a number of random bomb cards uh that you have 10 minutes to deal with them and you've got a bunch of different colored uh dice um i think there's either four or five colors of dice uh in a cloth bag and they're they're typical six-sided dice with you know spots on them um and the uh the cards have like a a uh, what's the word? Uh, con- conditions on them, I guess. That, like... So, like, the the cards have uh, squares on them that represent the color and number of dice that you have to have on that card before that bomb is considered defused. So, like, like a card might have three squares on it, and the first square is a a white five and the second square is yellow but without a number and then the third square is a green three and that would mean that you have to have a die a a die that is a five but it can be any color and then a die that has to be yellow but it can be any Any number and then a die that has to be a green three right and, and every turn, um, a uh, whichever player is in charge of the bag of dice is pulling a number of dice out of the bag, depending on the number of players, and rolling them on the table, and each player gets to pick up one die that they think can be applied to one of the bombs in front of them. Uh, and there, there's, so there the cards are given, like, uh, point values, too, so the... the the higher point cards are more difficult conditions. Like you might have stuff like, like it might have the three dice, like I described it before, but you have to stack them up on the cards. So you have to be able to provide these dice in a specific order and then not accidentally knock the pile over while you're playing Hmm. or or it might have uh, uh, a greater than or less than signs between the squares. So it, it, so uh, you're, Further restricted in what dice can be placed in, in those squares, and you know all different things like that. Um, there's actually kind of a surprising amount of variety. Like I, I the the cards are uh, frequently pretty different from each other. So you 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 have to really pay attention to what kind of dice you're you're going to need coming up, and so that you're not spending too much time like looking at the dice on the table and then looking at your cards and looking at the dice and trying to figure out because you you have 10 minutes of real time to get through all the cards that you have to get through and it's mm-hmm. a super strict uh uh time limit um they they actually they have an app that uh plays some tense music and counts down the 10 minutes for you and occasionally makes like the voice of the pissed off ship's computer telling you hey guys we're mm-hmm. almost dead hurry the hell up <laughs> but uh yeah it's, it sounds it's, it's similar it's interesting in some ways to sagrata where yeah you, it kind you have, of like, it kind of is yeah except it's it's a more, drafting dice yeah, mechanism. yeah
0: I, I like that dice <clears throat> games are in vogue now yeah
4: yeah dice are fun agreed
0: they're juicy you just pick them up and squeeze the dice juice right out of them
1: Huh. Uh, still, I still like looking at a. whenever I like I'm in a grocery store and I see oh, oh there's a shelf with some dice hanging on a hook I'm like oh yeah that's fun even though Good. I haven't actually probably had fun with dice in a like in a decade
4: what mm.
0: you need to play some dice board games with us
3: yeah, yeah Jim. or a,
4: get in get in a and d group that'll that'll really foment your dice addiction or just play a game where kinds of play a
0: game where you like have a couple of dice and you yell out a number and then you roll the dice and if the uh, number that you roll matches the uh, d- d- the the number that you yelled, you c- c- can take a, a sip of your iced tea, and if it doesn't, you have to stick a thumbtack in your thigh.
3: Your d- <laughs> Diced tea? that's That what? sounds
0: juicy, as a, Zach. <laughs> that
4: sounds like a huh. juicy game. That's Yeah, that's quite a game. Can I wear real thick pants? No. Nope. Can I have something other than iced tea? No. <laughs> you guys, d- put, the designer intent put, is clear. Can it's I put lemon nice.
1: in
0: the iced tea? Sure. Okay. All right. I'm in.
3: I
4: think that's I that's, that's the hardcore in my... mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you you oh. can dip the
0: thumbtacks in lemon juice before you it? Oh no! Dinner. It's like a, it's kind of like yeah. yeah. Any any condiments are applied to both. If you want to put like <laughs> if you want to put like Neosporin on the thumbtacks, you also have to put Neosporin <laughs> in the tea.
3: <laughs> <sighs>
0: Rubbing alcohol.
2: So, do you not like board games, Jim? Yeah.
3: Huh.
4: Uh, how, my, how are you going to raise this child yeah, if you, your child is
0: going to grow up not liking fish or board games? Uh, <laughs> I would, I would. <laughs>
4: Those are the, so, the two I, most
0: important things. We went to a, a Japanese place
1: and I got a bento box with uh, tempura, and the tempura had shrimp in it. So I just gave him the shrimp and he mm. loved it. Okay. So, like. I'm sure he's gonna run into board games at some some place. Like my wife likes board games. She <laughs> you
3: actually, might get a so bento box. I actually, and it do has have a board game story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually do have a board game story where they cajoled me into playing Code Names. Okay. And I played a round of it. and It was pretty fun. And then Winston woke up, and I had to go sit with him. Okay. So that's my board game story for this week. Cool. What about video games? Do you have a video game story for this week? So yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about, um, I didn't actually play these games, but I was at co-working and I was watching, uh, a friend, um, who was really disappointed with like the, at, at the maid, they had a selection of games on a, um, on a SD card that were, that was plugged into an Atari 800 um, and he was disappointed with the selection of games they'd installed on it. So he just added a bunch of the stuff that he liked from his childhood. And I watched him play some of these things. Um, and the highlights were... So there was a game called Maxwell Manor's The Skull of Doom. Ooh. M-A-N-O-R, like? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's made by something-something Maxwell. So, like, clearly this is the house he lives in. Um, the skull is his skull. Yeah. And it's got... Like an animated skull on the title screen and like spook wave music playing. Uh, and you start the game and you're walking. It's, it's one of those games where like you're walking between screens a little bit like Zelda One, but between each screen, it shows you like a, it flashes text at you such as savage and <laughs> death awaits. Ooh. Okay. Um and you have a gun that can only shoot straight left or straight right so if like a spider is coming at you from slightly to the south of you you can't shoot it Which uh,
2: is, that's generally true in real life <laughs> right
1: <laughs> um and w- when you lose all your lives it takes you to limbo where you can walk off the screen in one of four compass directions and one of them is picked as like the uh you get a bonus life direction like yeah. like a free game in pinball uh but if you pick the wrong direction you end up you're still controlling your character but you're uh you're in a grave where like <laughs> the there's like a dirt overlay d- d- there's dirt overlaid over the the tiny box where your character is moving around and there's a tombstone <laughs> scene uh which that's i think is awesome. extremely yeah that's extremely evocative And then James did this glitch that I assume he must have figured out when he was a kid where if you keep walking into a wall, the game keeps, like, warping you around further and further in hopes of finding empty space for you to exist in, which is, like, a common thing for, like, games with simple physics to try to do, if like, if you get stuck in a wall. Uh, and he eventually warped outside of the grave into the sky, uh where he was walking around and colliding like where he, he was colliding with the stars in the sky.
4: Oh, that's
1: deep. Yeah. Yeah, like he he finally escaped from being buried alive and went to heaven. And being heaven is being in heaven is like you keep bumping your head on these goddamn stars.
0: <laughs> uh What's the goal? Oh, like, I don't find, know. <laughs> find that skull. I assume it has something to do with the skull. Yeah. Okay. So it's like in a lot of ways the like a prequel to fifty cent Blood on the Sand. <laughs> right?
4: <laughs> Wasn't there uh, a video game where like the the death uh penalty was that you got sent to basically to hell, which was like a platforming level that Half Life
1: does that. Uh
4: Half Life does?
1: <laughs> in the final boss fight, if you get hit by the boss's particle, you get dumped at the bottom oh, of a platforming right. level. Is that what uh, you're thinking
4: of? No, but I'm thinking of like I I think this was like a side scroller, 2D okay. side scroller yeah. thing. But like yeah, if you died you went to hell and if you if you managed to get to the end of this hell platforming level in in one life then you got to go back to the real world and continue where you left off, but every that's time you died you spawned in hell further to the left oh, sure. so, so it was longer and more difficult every time that's pretty good
0: what
1: else did he have on that atari 800 uh he played a game i watched him play a game um new york city the big apple <laughs> which is uh a tourism simulator where you're you're driving around like like an early version of gta um and the game gives you goals like visit UN, and it's always two letters. Um, well,
4: that's very where, convenient
1: like, for the UN at least, <laughs> right? But WT is like the World Trade Center. Oh no, <laughs> um, it became poignant. <laughs> uh, and you're, as you're driving around, you hear traffic sounds, but there's no traffic at <laughs> first. There's no other cars on the road. Uh, but as the game goes on, it gets denser and denser. And in fact, like, when ai cars collide with each other the collisions just stay there forever and block the road wait didn't you say that there were no cars on the road but they they get more and more they they add more and more cars to the game as you as it goes on wait like as time passes Did, that's the challenge it 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 ramps up the challenge of the game. Uh, yes,
2: but I thought you—I thought you said the sentence "There are no cars on the road."
1: At first, there are no cars. Oh, at first, there are no cars. on Sorry, road. Yeah. okay.
2: I thought that there continued to be no cars on the road,
1: but then somehow but the
2: traffic gets denser.
1: Traffic gets denser anyway, and I was like, <laughs> uh... Like
0: "Well, the roads that's just New keep York for narrower. you." <laughs> <laughs>
3: right.
0: Right. Uh, so the Atari 800 was like their general purpose computer right? like was it one of the first ones of
1: those that they made I believe it is their first general purpose computer like it had a keyboard it was one of those things that was like a keyboard
0: and output to a television and had basic on a ROM Yeah, and I think it had um, a cartridge yeah it had a cartridge slot
1: Um, and I believe it had the uh, it has a a display list like the Atari 7800 what does that mean uh, a display list means like this. So, did do you, do you ever work with the twenty six hundred?
0: I read racing the beam. So, oh sure, it, yeah. Does that did, did so, the seventy eight hundred actually have like a display buffer? I don't.
1: I you know I think it must have because of like because most like you can't expect uh, you you wouldn't be able to do like a text mode on on like a on something on, a, on a, something with just the. Um, 7800 uh, graphics. I think it does have a bitmap mode. Uh, but what the display list does, as far as I know, is it actually is a list of things to do every scan line that you would normally have to set up manually if you were programming the 2600. Like you, when you're, when you're working with the Atari 2600, you have to like time all your graphics output to when the TV is drawing a certain line and then you set up like this is what you draw on this line um and the display list is a way to just like build a list of like this is what the the display what this is what goes on the TV for every line uh so it's a much like a much simpler way to, to do effectively the same thing but then there were games that still did like mid scan line tricks where they 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 timed it such that like no, now, now this, we can use this sprite more than once because we moved it in the middle of drawing the scan line. That sort of thing. Uh, so, when you go to visit the UN or any of the other places you visit in this game... The WT. The WT. The ES. Was that the Empire State Building? I believe they did have the Empire State Building, but I forgot what the letters were. FH. Uh, it's Frank's house. Uh-huh. You go see Frank Lance. Uh, I heard that this is unrelated to the game. I heard that uh because they built the Empire State Building during the depression or right before the depression, they couldn't rent out any of the spaces in it, and so as a joke people would call it the Empty State Building. Oh, yeah.
3: That's clever.
1: hilarious. Um <laughs> Uh but, so what happens when you go into these places is there's like a a load runner type platformer where you have to get to the top of the screen and grab a pretzel.
4: And the concession stands in these places are really rough. Right.
1: And James kept saying that oh, there's sometimes they have different minigames, but I saw him go into three or four of these places and they all had the pretzel game. So I think he might be thinking of different games. Mm. So... Yeah, I recommend going to the maid and playing just the games that James added to the uh, Atari 800.
2: Is it it clear which ones are...
1: No, you'll have to ask him. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And over the weekend, or one of the weekends, I um, played a friend's VR setup. I played Beat Saber.
3: Nice. Did
1: you... What what particular VR setup did you use? Uh, It was... uh, it was an Oculus something. It's not the new one that has, it was, it has no wires. It was hooked up to his wires. PC. Okay. It had wires. All right. I think it was like one of the. Like, I think it was a newish Oculus, and I think, but I think it was But it was definitely hooked up to his PC. I don't, the, I don't remember the... the
2: Quest not having wires is kind of a different yeah. experience. Yeah. It's yeah. super nice. But
1: but bo- both but both of the games I played were like stand in place kind sure. of games, so like I wasn't worried about getting tangled up. Um, Beat Saber is a game where you, blocks fly at your face, (laughs) and they're labeled with directions, and you have to hit them, uh, like, the blocks are... And
2: colors, too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and colors. So, like, one of the colors indicates that you have to hit it with your left hand, one of the colors indicates you hit it with your right hand, and the direction indicates what direction you have to be swiping in to hit it. Um, and you've got a lightsaber in each hand and you you are I don't think this is necessary but you are rewarded for hitting it in time with the music that's playing and the the blocks the block patterns are um it's not like audio surf where it's just generated randomly the block patterns are actually authored, yeah. authored yeah. to fit with the music and sometimes very effectively
4: the, yeah the the, the timing sort of... the timing of the music is is what what indicates when the block is going to be in the optimal place for you to hit it I yeah if you up. swing
2: way too off you're just going to miss the block entirely right yeah. so there is there is at least some but you do have a,
0: a fair amount of leeway i think Do you sure. also occasionally have to dodge out of the right. way yeah, if there, there are also these like big
1: glowing volumes that where you lose health if your head is in it
2: do you ever i've only ever had to i only ever remember having to duck do you ever have to like jump or I, you, you never have to
4: jump sides? but yet but you do sometimes have to like Shift left and right. To, to I actually didn't right. play any yeah. levels
0: where I had to duck. It was always
1: shifting. Okay.
0: Yeah, me too.
4: I, I've only. I've only. Really
0: I would duck. probably turn that off if I was allowed to because I don't have a lot of miles left on these knees. Yeah, yeah. I think. You I just think
4: there is actually you just, like, an option to to, to, oh, to turn that off. I could just limbo. For people with mobility sure. issues. I could just Matrix. Bullet time.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say Johnny Depp style. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp, the hero <laughs> of the Matrix. <laughs>
4: yep. That would have been a very different movie.
1: Yeah. And my, the friend who had had this VR setup had uh, found a fan-made um, collection of songs. I don't know if there's like a server you download things from, but he had like three or four hundred additional wow. uh, songs that you, you you don't purchase them because it's not it's not licensed or anything. It's just sure. fan-authored stuff. I would so much rather play
0: this game if it was if I could just like. T- I want to just play like that, the Prodigy album, or sure. or yeah. just yeah. any any song that I know.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, and and there was a bunch of stuff there that I recognized. Um, one of my favorite songs that I played was actually uh, Mister Sandman. like, it's actually really well, but it
2: also depends on how the. The challenge is authored, right? Right, exactly. And it wouldn't have been
1: fun if it didn't, like, if it wasn't well done. But
0: but. an authored challenge for a song that you know is going to be better, is going to be easier and more satisfying than just, like, some, like, bullshit from, like, a DDR cat. Like, that's the problem with every VR rhythm game is the same as the problem with every arcade rhythm game, which is, like, this is a bunch of Japanese shit that I have no idea what it is. So, do you feel like that's what allowed.
2: Like Rock Band to get into the mainstream. Was oh, that, yeah. I feel definitely. like that's the
0: only reason anyone yeah, liked Rock like, Band and Guitar Hero at all. There was because a, it was song. It let them play songs they knew. Imani
1: had made a game called Guitar Freaks, which is basically uh, Guitar Hero except with like weird Japanese pop songs instead of songs you would that. actually know. And that was like, yeah, I would say that's ninety percent of the. Did reason it have made. a
2: custom controller and everything? It
1: did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, it it weirdly, it only had three buttons on it, so you couldn't do this shifting power cord thing, right. which is a little bit of a bummer. But the bigger
0: bummer is that I don't know any of these songs. Hmm. That's, that's another vote for running Oculus on a PC. Like, having a VR rig that's hooked up to a PC means that you can effectively pirate things, whereas oh, yeah. I bet you couldn't put these things on the Oculus Quest. That's a
1: really good point, yeah. I didn't think about that. Hmm is the Oculus Quest it is not a PC you can't like pull up a it's like an android Unix phone Isn't or something it like i
2: i don't know um, i don't know what's it's... yeah
4: i don't i the there is a phone app that you uh, tie an account into mm. that that you purchase games from the app and then the next time you go into the the headset it it identifies that you own this game and downloads it I don't, I don't know. There is some, I have not, like, I haven't, uh, checked out how to do this yet, but there is some way that you can, like, load your own movie files and stuff like that to watch. So, presumably, there would, if, so, if, like, if, uh, Beam Saber or somebody wanted to make a, a, a moddable version of that, then presumably they'd be able to hook into that so that you can, upload your own mp3s or whatever but I don't
3: right.
0: know I guess you could do the thing where you I've constructed a level like a riff tracks right I've constructed a level to go with Metallica's Enter Sandman right. so go ahead and bring Play in your own mp3 yeah, with that. yeah. yeah. I, know I said Enter Sandman because you were talking about Mr. Sandman right you just Sandman. do like a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um. yeah so did you enjoy beating the sabers I, I really did
1: yeah like it so i've got a i've got a drum kit at home and it really made it made me want to like orient the drums so that i was swinging my arms in different directions other than up and down oh yeah just like put them in like i want to put them in this configuration just bounce my arms around for a
0: while and see what rhythm comes out put some high hats up by the ceiling so you have to hit them from the bottom <laughs> yeah
2: how come they don't mount drums up above like above and below each other such that you like
0: so it's easier to do a drum roll. Yeah, <laughs> on two different drums.
1: I mean, they do put like the cymbals above the toms.
0: Sure. You never see hitting people hitting the cymbals from below. Yeah. The cymbals from below was my favorite H.P. Lovecraft story.
1: <laughs> uh, and I played. Uh, I think it's called "I Expect You to Die." Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Which yeah. is a.
0: Uh, that was like, real good. I thought, Like a yeah. yeah. those go. go, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. like it, it's it's one of those. And I say it's one of those, even though this is the first one I've played. Games where you're like, you're in a restricted space, and you are just picking up items, items, and throwing them
0: around. Basically, yeah. Yeah. it's like a jo- it's like a job, sim- a more directed kind of job simulator.
4: Yeah, yeah. it's like job sim- simulator with a puzzle in it. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, and and I do think like
1: it was fun, but it was also like the first level I played, and I don't know if this was. Actually, the first level in the game because uh, my friend had played a bunch already. Uh, but, but it was the one where you're in a car in a plane. Yeah, yeah is that's that the, the first, first one? I think
0: that's the first level. Yeah.
1: Uh, I feel like weirdly they already kind of the the fact that you had to like have a button to like lock something into place when you're not holding it, and another one to like. Just shoot out a laser beam where you can grab something remotely. I feel like they were already leaving the constraints that they had set up for themselves. Like
4: Oh uh, the, having... the fact that you your agent has telekinetic powers is yeah yeah. yeah. It, it and, and it was
1: a it was a fun like I don't know if it was actually a good puzzle, but it was fun to do. It was fun to figure out. Mm. Um but like it, it really seemed like they could have designed all that stuff or at least the, the room the puzzle I was doing, without having to support you know, grabbing things
0: from across the room. That's why the Psychonauts one is pretty good, is because it makes sense that you would have telekinesis and be able to <laughs> uh, yeah. like inhabit I, I told different people in the. My
1: friend who has VR, I told him that's three bucks on Steam, and he bought it even though he'd never played Psychonauts. So oh, nice! I'm sure I will. That was during the sale. I don't think it's three bucks anymore. Um, i it's sure pretty I'll good I bet it would point. be pretty
0: good even if you have not played Psychonauts because yeah. like those characters are charming cool, you know yeah yeah um,
1: what was I going to say shit well you guys go on without me I can't make it <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have been playing a bunch of the uh, I just want to be the one guy on a podcast who likes this uh, They Are Billions released a single player campaign They Are Billions is a sort of a zombie defense it's a it's an RTS that is entirely about like well it is almost entirely about like turtling and building defenses against oncoming greater and greater sized hordes of zombies and they released a campaign which slowly introduces the tech tree which is a thing that I think makes a lot of people who are experienced with playing the original game not really like it but it makes it way more appealing to me because I Always find that the first like two or three levels of an RTS campaign are by far the most fun, right? Where you're just like, Oh, now you've got one new thing to play with, and here's an environment where you can play with it. It's a, this is a little weird because you play these missions. I am surprised that I keep going back to this because the missions take like an hour, maybe, wow. and you can't save. Huh. So, like, if you lose, it's just over. Like, you it's it's like basically a mission at a time permadeath and like if one zombie gets into where your houses are like you're fucked like it takes over a house the house turns into three or four additional zombies that then go and take over you just very very quickly like once once there's a zombie inside your base if you weren't paying attention you're fucked um which is a bummer so you just have to be very careful uh and it's really like high stakes and this is on the pc yeah Um, you get these research points and you're kind of, you decide what tech tree items and what sort of individual upgrades to take. And as far as I know, once you've started a campaign and committed those points, you can't undo it, which I did not understand to begin with. And I think I would have made some different decisions if I had, because, uh, yeah, it's getting hard. Hmm. And there are, you also have like a hero unit, and the, some missions are like you infiltrating a, kind of a single player level with that hero unit and finding big chunks of research points by like interacting with objects in the environment and stuff, and those are kind of more puzzly. Um, it sounds like a game I would like. I like sort of yeah. turtle turtley tower defense style. I think things. that you might like it. You just the first time you spent an hour playing a level and then got fucked because yeah. like you didn't know where these guys were going to come in, and then yeah, then you'd be kind of sad, but. Uh, I also have for the last couple of days been playing a bunch of uh, my my girlfriend's friend made her promise to install this on her phone because she had been playing it. And so I just did it while she did the Harry Potter Niantic game. Oh, yeah. I played A little bit of that Pokemon Go. I'm assuming that the shit in it makes some kind of sense to you because, you know, everything about Pokemon Go.
1: Oh, yeah. Like this is. Basically, a resk like they figured out how to, uh, like how how to take the Harry Potter universe and map it to all the features in Pokemon Go effectively.
0: Yeah, and I I care. But way it's more. still
1: baffling because I don't know Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> no. I don't know if <laughs> that, that would help.
2: I was I watching, do, It doesn't help. I was I, watching Zach play it a little bit, and it's it. They made up a bunch of new weird. Thanks. Well, I think
0: there's a bunch of shit that's from the Crimes of Grindelwald movies or whatever, but then, like, mechanically, there's just a bunch of foundables and, and confoundables. Foundables so are, are Pokemon. Confoundables are the things that are in between you and the Pokemon the, that you have the, to... Confoundables are like you having to throw the ball at the Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like
1: okay. what, so, so why foundables
0: and not haveables? Are or findables. <laughs> or like r- just lost
3: objects. objects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you need, a, you need something you can trademark, I guess. I... So I mean we the really premise don't. is that like ah somebody there was a crazy spell that went wild and all of these objects that you're familiar with from the Harry Potter universe have yeah. just been like, scattered out into the world and fuck the muggles are going to find out and then we're all fucked. It's and so you have to really go
1: really just an excuse to like take every single aspect of the Harry Potter universe and like I found it at the Chili's down the street. Yeah. Like it like it, like I there were some goblins like guarding an outhouse. Yeah. Like I had to decide to get the outhouse a real and that world outhouse my, or a i think it was a wardrobe i think okay. it was like a, it was wardrobe a wardrobe from the room of requirement like there was it, like, it looked like an outhouse there were though. goblins guarding a, guarding the moon
0: the, every once and in a, like, a while there's like a chicken who's like a fire breathing chicken who's fucking with a bucket of bottle rockets and you no, have to sure
1: and then
3: there was like a chicken of in a
1: rockets. bubble and really like good. saint patrick's cathedral was like inside a water bubble
0: yeah like it's but you find a lot of like chained up hippogriffs and shit, yeah. Uh, and then you have to like, but and but you like, get a sticker every time you. Like, who doesn't love stickers? Yeah, you filling out a <laughs> sticker book. It's and and like I care just enough about the Harry Potter stuff that it's like oh I I always kind of wanted to understand Pokemon Go, but I just cannot bring myself to give a shit about Pokemon. I would say that this game is much more like there.
1: I don't know about more complicated, but there are many more things in it than in Pokemon. That's
0: probably better for me. I'm, I want there to be a lot of things. Just so in that
2: you're interested so. Maintained. So I feel like
0: there are Pokestops out in the world, right? Which are things that you. What happens at a Pokestop? At a Pokestop, you can spin it, and it gives you items. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, it's, so that's it's like, like the, that's like consumables, uh, and but, yeah. Okay, so there yeah, are like inns.
1: Yep. That are you get some food yeah, you get your and it just recovers there. some energy. And so that, pokeballs are basically energy.
0: Energy, okay. Yeah. So at pokestops, one of the things you can get is some more pokeballs. Yeah. Okay, and then there are houses po- poke restaurant where you get what, a poke bowl. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. I miss that food truck place because I used to eat a lot of poke uh, for mm. lunch all the time, and it felt pretty good and pretty healthy. I never eat poke anymore because there's nothing good. The
1: greenhouses it. are another
0: kind of poke stop, basically. Yeah, you which get you get some s- you kind of get items. different Potions. potion ingredients, right? um yeah. And then there are the 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 foundables, which are just Pokemon that you find, and it tells you like how hard they are, like what difficulty level, what threat level they are. But that seems to just be like a a Percentage chance of succeeding at like capturing I, them, I which is like just,
1: how precisely you need to swipe the. It pattern. doesn't seem
0: to correspond. Like sometimes, it just feels like I just wish it told me you have a ten percent chance every time you trace this thing of your spell working and you collecting this thing, so I could just be like, "Well, okay, never mind, I'll leave." I, I could but be,
1: it, I could be wrong, but I think it, if you if you swipe better you have a better chance you i think also, i mean that's like, true it's
0: certainly true that if you swipe better you have a better chance but i don't know how to tell like what the yeah. range of, the, it gives you a bunch of information yeah. but it's all in the form of these like kind of analog dials that i don't know what they mean
1: and that's also like the, the your opportunity to use a lot of the items, item but, like the, the potion will increase yeah. your chance of
0: of of what do you call it Fou- Deconfounding, de-con- the confoundable, the confoundable. Yeah. i don't know you're always like casting spells and there's also on the way uh on the way to work today, I got into a fight with a centaur, uh, mm. and after I and after <laughs> I kicked the centaur's ass, that? I played some more Harry Potter, uh, <laughs> uh, and that was a different kind of mini game. Yeah, than, there's
1: nothing like that in Pokemon.
0: Yeah, that's, which that's that was that was pretty cool. So there uh, was it
2: a centaur that was just wandering around in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's there. They just appear on the map, and then you when you point, it basically the first part of every encounter is tricking you into pointing your camera parallel to the ground so that it can take a picture that is the background that the encounter then happens on okay essentially it like it it just puts it in ar but then you don't have to like stay in ar which i think is slight also slightly different than pokemon go yeah right well i I have ar mode turned off. i had it turned off in both games so i don't know what
1: that
3: what that
0: works maybe it's not even an option in this um I mean it's got a lot of meters that I'm filling up and I can't figure out yet why I would spend money on it so that I, I feel like that means that it's not super gross. Yeah. In terms of its monetization there is definitely a cash shop where you get a bunch of stuff. There is. Yeah. yeah.
4: There's can you like buy different hats for your avatar and stuff like that. Uh, you
0: can certainly unlock a bunch of them by doing stuff cuz it's that You have an avatar? uh you can yeah or you can use a photograph if i i don't i don't know i can't it one problem is that my phone is old and so every time you switch from one screen to another it takes just like a few seconds Mm -hmm. so it has rapidly stopped being worth it for me to ever look at any of the cosmetic stuff because i just don't i I don't care about it and it's takes up a bunch of time i it the idea that like this cool mural on a building represents this fortress that I'm battling secretly with other wizards for control of is very appealing to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm having fun with this, even though I don't really understand it. There you go. It feels like in Pokemon go, like I think there are these things in the Harry Potter game called dark detectors, which, I believe are the same as Pokemon lures, but like the phrase "Pokemon lure" gives you a pretty good idea of what the fucking thing does, right. which is to say that it lures Pokemon to you. Right. Whereas th- I was things... all ready to explain to you what a Pokemon lure did, and does that just make it so? My my understanding is that things are just constantly spawning in the world. Yeah and they're there for everyone yeah. for a period of time yeah. and you can anyone who gets near it at that given time can collect it.
1: I believe the yeah. things that spawn because of the lure are just for you though. Oh, okay. Unless it's a whatever you call the thing that you put
0: in yeah, a Pokestop stop and not that, on that you. That is a different that's what thing. this yeah. is. Yeah. That is what okay. the dark detector does. Because that goes that attaches to the top of an inn okay. and it seems yeah. like yeah. It seems like it put it on there. Right, there were sorry. multiple spaces for I them was to go in, it was... and it put my
1: name on mine. So incense is the thing you put on yourself. I see the lure you put in the
0: Pokestop. stop. Okay, so yeah. then that that spawns more things for everyone. I believe so. To... Yeah. Okay, so that's that's cool. Yeah, you're helping you... people. Inns get a little symbol, like they get a little particle effect on them on the map when they've had that thing done to them. I've never seen one other than the one that I did, but also those lures seem kind of. Pre- like, precious? Like, they seem hmm. rare-ish? They're rare, yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, The that that is one of, like, the cash shop buys in Pokemon Go, is, like, a stack of those.
0: Uh, if they made a Star Wars one of these, I'd be pretty excited about it, I think. I'd be more excited about it than this.
1: I'm even like
4: interested mean, to find know. out what they do with the Minecraft one.
1: I feel like the the main problem with this game is just that it's they didn't really think about what kind of AR game they could make beyond just like let's make
0: another Ingress. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just using the exact same data from Ingress too, right? Yeah. But it's but also that's,
2: you... that's their one. Yeah, that's thing. what they've got, right? Yeah. yeah
0: that's
1: yeah. It, the... And I think like there's there's got to be another game design uh, you can have other than just doing Pokemon Go again.
2: Well, and even Ingress wasn't. Like a new idea. Like there was before that for a year or two before Ingress came out, there was what Shadow Cities shadow cities. Yeah. Oh wow, I
0: didn't know about that. But I don't think that had a ton of crowdsourced data. I, fi- I don't think it did. Yeah, it, I think it set a bunch of like points of interest based on map data, but they weren't. Because
2: you had to set up your own territories and stuff in a way that I don't know. I didn't
0: never play Ingress, so I don't know how that. It's it's it. neat to see the stuff that people set like i don't know if these were just like oh i submit i think there should be a a, a stop here because of this and you submit a picture and then like what niantic decides whether it's cool or not and so like there's one at the base of my street that's just there's like this carved face on the side of a building and like that's it it's just that face yeah. on that building there's is a this hippo, and that's great
1: like in, in castro valley it's just like in somebody's yard and that's a stop
0: that's mm-hmm. that's fucking great yeah i like i like just this thing where it's like, oh, here's also just by playing this game, by going to all of the things on your street here, you're also seeing a bunch of like interesting pieces of public art or decorative elements on buildings yeah. or something People's that some nerd thought was cool. And so maybe that you maybe yeah. you, a nerd, will yeah. think that it's cool. That's also. so
2: that's like the first like interesting aspect of this to me at all is the fact that like it would maybe draw your attention to, before to, they, to real world things that you wouldn't
1: know otherwise. Before they see. crack down on this. You there were you would, people would submit like a po- not a pokéstop but an Ingress portal for every uh, monument in a graveyard,
3: <laughs>
1: and they. The so graveyards I think, were super. Popular I think that business. was technically one of the like one of the things that you could attach a portal to is like uh, some sort of memorial plaque, and graveyards are fucking full of them. That's and funny. so, like, it, I a think it's exploit. very appropriate that like English players would uh, gather in a
0: graveyard. <laughs> That's about it, though. Actually, I was spending a lot of time doing non-work things over the last couple of weeks. They're work. They're just a different kind of work. I guess that's true. I I, I unearthed a ruin inside my home. Was there a ruin in there? Cutting a hole in the wall. I mean, I created it by destroying a wall.
2: Okay. So, okay. like,
0: once you see a part of a wall, but it's just jagged and you can see, like, bits of the construction materials pointing through it, that counts as a ruin. Okay. Was there, like, an old beer can in there? There was an old bamboo staff. Wow, really? That I haven't had identified yet. Um, (laughs) Yeah, just like a weird five-and-a-half-foot length of bamboo, about an inch-and-a-half in diameter, just sitting across it. There was a a cardboard box, like a filthy cardboard box from some, like, tea distributor in Chinatown that uh, was filled with, like, old roofing nails and bits of old shingles okay uh that, that tracks yeah there was a bunch of a bunch of like wallpaper fragments which I don't understand why the, that would be in there uh Weird. some boards from a different building that they'd used to make a little bit of floor this was just like me opening up some space underneath the eaves of or above the eaves I guess of my house that was was i'm I'm trying to put a floor on every available set of beams that might support some Legos. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to make more room to store things in my house. Um, I like
2: that you're, you're effectively increasing the square footage of your home.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know if you're allowed to claim that. You can claim closets. I guess that's true. These are uh, basically weird closets. Yeah, I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's a limit on how high the ceiling has to be because another way that you could increase the square footage of your floors is just by building a bunch, a bunch of, of, of floors, floors at one inch intervals <laughs> all the way all the way up a room.
3: And, uh, <laughs>
2: All right. This is my first floor, my first and a half floor, my
0: first and a three-quarters floor. You know, I like very, very being John Malkovich, but also like the Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have you been playing, Kevin? Uh, I played uh, – I got a
2: game sort of for the flight um, out here from St. Louis. Uh, I got the game The Gardens Between. You played that at all. It's been
0: on my Steam wish list, but I keep not buying it.
2: It's very pretty. Um, it is a puzzle game with very simple controls. Uh, it is
0: basically just
2: sort of right and left directional controls, which basically controls the flow of time and a single button. Um, and the first couple of levels i was I was discouraged because I thought this is not gonna get interesting. And then it kind of it it sort of picked up and became more more challenging and it's a lot of the it's a lot of puzzle things that are requiring you to pay attention to what happens and where things are and like noticing things in the environment such that when you adjust something it because um, there are some things that that you can move through time that are invariant based on your sort of scrubbing back and forth through
0: it so you're creating like additional paths
2: yeah you're creating additional paths you're creating you know th- obstacles that hang hang in the air which might block something or um might interact with another thing which passes through nearby it or something like that um and you're like you have two you're controlling two characters or not exactly controlling you you are you are two characters, like a, a boy and a girl, that are sort of walking through these spaces. And one of them is, like, sort of interacting with these weird lantern-like things, which sort of open and close bridges and, and gateways and that kind of thing. And then the other one is, like, pulling levers and switches and stuff, which have various different effects in, this, in the environment. It's pretty good. It's It's very cute, like art style it's very it feels like it's nostalgic for youth in a way it's i don't know it's it's neat it's definitely worth checking out um especially if it's on sale um because i think it's like a 20 game and I, I think i got it for half that and it was great um, this was a steam game i played it on switch oh okay um and it's a good i think it's a good like plain game for the switch uh and then i played i also got i i keep every now and then there's like a a switch game which is like twenty cents. And I'm like, why are they offering this for twenty cents? Um when it's it's like this was like ninety seven percent off. And so I got it and it the production values were pretty high. The game itself Robonauts. Uh it is a game where you are a little robot and you're shooting things. You're you're basically it's a 2D sort of platforming kind of game where you're mostly on these on these like planetoids these small sort of circular levels um that are anywhere from sort of three to ten times your size so they're not they're not huge by any means um and enemies spawn and you're you're shooting at them you have like a, a gun weapon and sort of like a bomb weapon and um it's okay it's not a great game by any means there you don't say that
0: it was worth 20 cents it is
2: yeah it's worth 20 cents for sure um you don't aim you just fire your weapons and so sometimes like the gun thing is just sort of aiming at whatever it thinks you're trying to hit and sometimes that's the closest enemy and sometimes it's something far away even though there's something super close to you that you're being attacked i I, I don't understand
1: the actual reason that this is 20 cents is that they're trying to Get on the top selling. Oh, they,
2: they and they were. That's how I saw it. it was that it was at okay, it was there at the top go. of the like it was the games that are on sale list. And so I was like, okay, because um, and you just have all of these like extra coin points. If you ever if you ever buy any games on the Switch, you you get all this extra sort of Switch currency, right? And so like I just end up buying these weird yeah. little games just to see what they're all about.
1: Yeah, my understanding is that uh, Nintendo approves publishers and then publishers can just put whatever they want on the store they don't get approved per game
2: That's that, but that's not true they like they approve everything yeah so I don't I mean it, to, at least to some maybe extent maybe it's like, just a
1: lesser form of
2: once the publishers w- w- when like got a uh, an account maybe they are less concerned but they like they approve every piece of material for a game yeah so I like I guess maybe they just don't Say no, yeah, <laughs> which is weird because I feel like they had a really interesting curated space to begin with, and now it is right, full of yeah. a lot of garbage. Um,
1: and I don't understand. I like. I feel like this is like this is the problem of every game store now.
2: Well, except for except Epic. Epic. Is is
1: Epic like? Are they are they trying to super curated, they're very curated? They're yeah.
2: no, and their are announced haven't... goals is that they will never change that,
1: okay.
2: um, and in fact that they will probably cap the number of games that they sell and stop adding new ones or
1: rotating stuff out uh, uh, the the place where you go to buy games from 2019 and that's it
2: well i don't i don't know what they're i don't know how they're going to handle that long term but i think they are going to have a finite number of games on there and maybe they'll just sort of rotate
1: stuff out them out like like uh disney used to do with their
2: videos selling videos yeah oh huh just to create like a scarcity artificial scarcity interesting
0: um, shit like that drives people to the pirate bay to download mulan
2: disney is launching their own streaming service in a few months
1: I, I, I think there's like there's there's going to be a point at which like consumers are not going to subscribe to five different streaming services to um, see all the shit they want to see there's going to be like a point three or four
0: i i don't sure <laughs> I don't count Amazon prime as one because that's mostly for, because I constantly
4: forget that that's that Amazon prime lets you watch movies.
2: There's a lot of TV shows. They have a lot of original content too. That's yeah. only on there.
0: I think of Netflix as a service for watching Netflix shows. And that's it because there's just like whenever I want to watch a movie, they don't have it. So I yeah, like, a lot movie, of the time they're streaming. it's bad, but it. that's
2: why you get the DVDs because well, they have everything yeah, on sure. DVD. But I
0: mean, that's why like if you said yeah, you can either walk to the mailbox uh-huh. or spend two dollars, <laughs> and either of those things would let me watch a movie. Uh-huh. Well, it's not. I even mean, the bad. mailbox like down the road, it, not like at my house. I would always pay two dollars to watch the movie. It's not even that you have to wait a couple of days and then walk
1: to the mailbox. Yeah, yeah,
4: you have to anticipate the movie that you're gonna wanna watch next My week. My whole life is planning things. So this
1: is just and this. What, actually,
4: this is actually a
1: weird thing. YouTube is now has like movies with ads, like, like official allowed you can, ones. You can watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, you can watch like the Terminator with ads, huh. which is a weird thing. I actually scrolled through those, and the only one I recognized was The Terminator. So I think they only paid for one real
0: movie, and then like the rest of it is the slush pile. I subscribed to Hulu to watch the first season of Castle Rock, and then I watched it, and then I unsubscribed from Hulu. Mm. That's like, how I subscribed did, to uh, HBO Twin to peaks. watch Westworld, and then unsubscribed, and now I'm just using Kevin's fiance's hbo account so. No, yeah can i use that too uh, i don't know probably at, not at some point at just some list the it, password here on the podcast yeah, everybody sure. can use it yeah
1: that's <laughs> what well, that's how they're doing the the uh the out of out of publishing games on the
0: i on ios
1: what, what do you call that, that oh service the game club? test flight yeah. game club yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, everybody share a password i guess you've been using my amazon prime for like 10 years yep so yeah you owed me an hbo i did <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> um although the streaming
2: service it, i actually don't get to do the streaming like the only bit of the prime that i get is the
0: free oh shipping. the free shipping oh right okay i forgot about that if you like, actually had my login credit which you do you could just log into amazon as uh, me and watch but, movies okay but that right. would
2: get weird i hadn't even thought about that
0: because you'd have to log out as you and then you'd be accidentally buying stuff as me i am and constantly
2: your... putting stuff in a cart and then realizing that i'm logged in as
0: you and, and having to undo I'm, that, I'm constantly getting all this super weird porn delivered <laughs> to my house that I didn't order. Oh sure, <laughs> that's
2: what you tell everyone.
0: <laughs> um. uh, what are you in plan, Riff?
4: Uh, over Fourth of July weekend, I totally mainlined uh, bloodstained. Uh, oh, which, nice. Which is awesome. It was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> what is Bloodstained? That's the new that, Castlevania. The new the Castlevania. New yeah, it's oh, yeah. like, give me a remake of Symphony of the Night, including all the cool stuff that they figured out for the DS games, and, and give, give me that in a big, meaty, good-looking package. Well, you, would you okay.
1: say, if someone hadn't played uh, an Egovania game, would you say this is the one to start with?
4: Um... You might be less enthused about the older ones if you play the newest one first. Right. I but would
0: argue that this game looks like ass. Thank you. Like really? it looks like an asshole. Oh, <laughs> I I don't agree with oh, that. <laughs> I, I think that it looks now. pretty good. I, I got I, I mean I love I, Pixel. I, I was hard. impressed by it. At I, first. I, think I, I, I like the like, backgrounds, but like I the more of it that I see, the more I'm like, you know what? Kevin was right. This is this is ugly.
4: Yeah, I, it just looks, I wouldn't I call it, it ugly. Bad. I, I I think I think the I think it will not age as well as the nice DS pixel art has and will age. But I'm uh, yeah, anyway, looking at screenshots now. I think
2: it looks okay in screenshots. I think it looks terrible oh. when actually played. It 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 felt a lot like these are like asset store assets that they've tweaked a little bit and just sort of smashed together.
0: Um, Hmm. Those fucking cats, those cat demons, I just, when I think about what the game looks like, I think about that horse shit. And it's just like, it's fine that the enemy is there, but it's just like, it's like they just put a photo, like a photograph of their cat and then animated it. I mean, it kind
4: of is because that's a Kickstarter backers cat.
0: (laughs) I, so fuck that. Oh my God. Fuck
4: that. Oh, that's,
1: that's so good. Well, I'm into that. Okay.
0: I get, yeah. I, you know what? You're right. I, I. I am forced to agree with you that if I heard about this, I would think, "Oh, that's great," but but actually
2: encountering it yeah, is man. not so much good. Like, to,
0: I I there are good ways and bad ways of incorporating backer rewards into stuff. Yeah, and
4: the the portraits are a better those implementation. Are, yeah, those are nice
0: those because are it's cool. like we we will do an in-world portrait. and and then they oh, they like this also so use good. them for
4: like if you're using the if you're using the Crystal that the that the poltergeist portraits give you, then you've got a little swirling cloud of those people of protecting backers, you. backers, yeah, it's really good. Oh my god, it's the um, horns. The forums
0: are full of people saying that every individual thing in the game is super op, and why would anyone ever use anything else? Which, I, to me, is a pretty good indication yeah. that they're all pretty balanced. Sure, yeah, they all feel really overpowered to use but yep. different ones feel overpowered to different people. That's Which means you perfect. can
4: do tons of different builds if you, if you wanted, which is great for replayability if you're inclined to replay a thing.
0: I was going to start over on the Switch so that I could play it while I was traveling, but then I heard that the Switch version was really bad.
4: I I've heard that too, but I'm playing on PS4 so I can't confirm.
0: Yeah, I uh I heard they were working on that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I might still want to start over and do that because I've got about halfway through it. I got to the like. Oh, huh. I got to the false ending on. Oh, cool. The uh, on just playing it on my work. Yeah, on PC, the
4: the but... false ending, which is like so much a callback to the yeah, yeah. symphony of the night false ending. It was it was almost funny. I, I that's something I do love about those games is the like.
2: An ending that a lot of people, I think, in isolation would be like, oh, I guess I finished the game Mm -hmm. and walk away from it.
1: I just found this YouTube video, which is
0: all the backer cats and dogs in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Good. There's, yeah, because there's one monster that's just like a giant Yorkie head. Yeah. That's... Oh, I hate it I hate those <laughs> so much. They're just they're just out of place, right? And the yeah, fact that they, not, oh, they are. That doesn't drive them kind of
2: crazy.
4: Looking. Yeah,
2: it implies that they just don't have a sense of like, a of like what the aesthetics of this thing should have been. Yeah. And, uh, yeah,
4: man. The I think my nitpick on the game is that I feel like the the sound design is kind of weak. Like the I found the music pretty forgettable or extremely forgettable i could not possibly imagine any given tune from that game where the the symphony of the night music was pretty rocking this
1: disembodied dog head is a very good boy
4: (laughs) (laughs) and and like the sound effects aren't really punchy enough but other than that yeah i'm super into it
0: I realized that I just googled blood-stained dogs and I'm lucky that oh, no. I'm wow. lucky that, that did not result in anything <laughs> that I didn't want to see I yeah fuck that dog man <laughs> <laughs> awful hot day <laughs> yeah so how long did how long how many hours did you put into it um, I... did you thousand percent it?
4: I I have not quite finished it. I'm at, like, 95% map completion. I'm, like, I'm in the last few rooms leading up to the final boss. Uh, they, they, man, because, like, I've gotten to the point where, like, I've done, like, everything I see on this map. Like, I don't have anywhere else to go on the map except for, like, these couple of optional boss rooms that I haven't dealt with. And, and, but I was only at like 80% map completion. I was like, there's an, another entire like fourth of what I can see here yet to come. Where is it? <laughs> but finally fa- did the thing you have to do to get there. And the, the way they, they, the way they pack all those percentage points of map into what's left is kind of amusing, but. Since you haven't, since you haven't got there, I won't spoil it. Cool. Um, It does some nice little, uh, like it does not do a thing like Symphony of the Night does. Like there's not a whole entire castle, but it does present some stuff that recontextualizes some areas in kind of a fun way and, 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 and continues giving you new, like, movement upgrades and abilities, like all the way through to the end of the game. So, yeah. It is, it is fun.
0: Well, speaking of fun, should we talk about our assignment? Sure. The Final yeah. Fantasy Yeah, that Adventure. was basically
4: the other thing yeah. I played, because I, I, I've been... I, I Before I started playing Bloodstained, I was basically mainlining that, and then continuing to play it, like, ten minutes here and there, just because... Did I, you finish I, it? I have uh, not quite finished it. I I have just, like, I have just acquired the the rusty sword that is going to somehow turn into Excalibur when right. I when I go do whatever the final thing is. Yeah. Are you
0: looking at walkthroughs while you're playing this?
4: No, I but did. I I played you it like a bunch it. when I was a kid, so I, I, I slightly I, remember some of it. I
0: played it when I was a kid and I still went to walkthroughs. Hmm. I like, I bought this on the Switch and then played it for like five minutes and then got killed and then I didn't want to sit through the cutscenes again. I'm like, oh right, I will play this when I'm on a PC where it's easy to load and yeah. save uh, save yeah. states. State
4: I started. I and still have a cartridge of it, so I've just been playing this, this it on the original Game Boy.
1: <laughs> weirdly, has almost save anywhere in it. Yeah, huh. yeah. It, but you do have to go through the menu. It's more cumbersome than quick quick saving. Hmm. So. But it, it it's very like it's very friendly in that regard. Yeah. But on the other hand, like it, it actually really sucks when you like forget you to forget save to for, do for it. a while because yeah. it yeah. it
4: doesn't like it doesn't no beep when you're all. yeah, and it doesn't beep when your health is low. <laughs> so if you're right. not paying attention, and yeah, to and that... and also
3: it
0: it doesn't really like the collision detection is not very good, mm-hmm. and yeah. the indication yeah. that you've been damaged is not very good. Like yeah. I I think there's a time in my life when I would have. As a kid, I would have loved this. As a kid, I would have played mm-hmm. the shit out of this. And I, as in a, coming back to it, or not even coming back to it, coming to it for the first time now, I was like, I don't...
4: Yeah, it's, it's there's real There's a part of my old. brain
0: that wants to grind out, like wants to go to a town and then grind out gold on these monsters until I can afford the sword and the armor that's in that town and then go to the next one and do the same thing again. But I that feels like the part of me that also probably still wants like a cigarette on some level that, <laughs> and I, that I just shouldn't I just had this very strong feeling that I shouldn't yeah. play this man, game. blood stain yeah, yeah, is really good, good for
4: that it. impulse too <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, man, uh, I could make worth. these three extra kind of pies if I go farm six dragon eggs For, for what it's worth, I, I did grind with
1: on this game as a kid, but I did not grind at all this time around and I no, finished the game without either. problems Oh, right.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay
1: uh, but like, but I did like, so at some point you get a uh, a companion that, so this game has a pretty interesting, I think, companion system where like, you can only have one of them, but like you will meet people over the course of the story that yeah. just join you and they all have different powers if you go to the menu and select ask. Yeah, um, they,
4: they come and go according to the plot.
1: Yeah, like they every, like, because you can only have one, they're always making noble sacrifices and dying in front of you. <laughs> um, but one of them is a character, it's, it's a chocobo. You can ride the chocobo.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, that's uh, when
4: the game like really opens up because it's, it's fairly linear up to that point. But once you get this ch- chocobo that can run on water, right. then, then like you can run around the entire world map and it has like, it starts giving you. <clears throat> and the, the question progression starts including like, go back to the city that you went to to in, like, the first three hours of the game, but yeah. you, you have to, like, I, remember how to get there.
1: <laughs> right. The, the game doesn't... I feel like... I don't think the game really open. Like, there's an open world, but I don't think this game has any side quests in it. I think no, the thing no. you always do is, like, now you're going to this part of the world. Yeah, I meant more, like, linear
4: linear geographically rather than
1: plot-wise. Yeah. It, it,
4: it feels, is always linearly plot-wise. It plot feels wise. fucking huge. It's yeah. a big Big world. It's, yeah, yeah, it's which a pretty is, big map.
0: Which, I mean, is, and then it feels like, well, they must make, because this is a Game Boy cart, they must just make up for it by the rooms being kind of boring. Well, and, especially the underground dungeons, all yeah. the rooms are the same shape.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but, um, I, like, when you get on the Chocobo, you can run around, you can do, you just run past enemies. Mm-hmm. And I say I didn't grind, but I did do a lot of, like, just, now I'll just walk through normally and kill things as I pass them. Yeah. instead of getting on the Chocobo and running mm-hmm. past them but i but then like i ended the game with int max gold <laughs> so two fifty five uh it was uh it was a sixty four k number oh, nice. or a sixteen bit number it was sixty five five thirty six yes nice oh thirty five because thirty six oh. would be wrapper would wrap around yeah. 7, <laughs> it was it was sixty four k okay Uh, the, the, I, I do think it's neat, like the way that you get new weapons and it opens up. Each weapon will open up a different kind of environment. Yeah, yeah perverse, Each weapon is also but, a
4: Zelda tool. Yeah,
1: but it is a big bummer to have to go to the menu to switch them out all the time.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. I found on the emulator that I was playing with, I could never figure out like uh, like I was constantly hitting the wrong button to get into the menus. It felt like playing Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, this seems like I would have really liked it when I was a kid yeah
4: i Same. I think probably I kind of of the it. the what what kept me playing through uh this far and will probably I will probably continue to play it because my game boy is just sitting there next to my keyboard uh, <laughs> but is is that like how nostalgic it is basically,
1: yeah, well yeah, and like th- this is a game with so when I was a kid, I thought of this as like it's oh it's Zelda plus a story mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really more like a final fantasy game with zelda right. mechanics like yeah the art is the it's art and very the music final and the plot story are all from that lineage um and it's it's all very like directly tugging at your heart, heartstrings and when i was 12 it was fucking amazing like just the 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 music was so evocative mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, and so it is very nostalgic for me, for mainly
0: for that reason. When I was like 20 and Game Boy emulation was first a thing, I remember playing Final Fantasy Legend yeah, and Final Fantasy Legend 2 and really liking those mm. because yeah, those they felt good. like they had a lot of – they were just – they were weird. They were yeah. like variations on basic mechanics. Like there was that class that – or the race or whatever that like leveled up by eating the meat of yep. enemies that you defeated and mm. gaining some of their properties. Yeah. And then there were like and the you robots. Have to be, that... You have
4: to be careful about what enemies you eat because you can down level your guy that way.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. And like the robots that like had like all equipment was consumable in one of them. So it was like that amazing super Mario sticker star <laughs> paper Mario sticker star. Uh, but then robots like you'd equip, like a sword on the robot and it would reduce the effectiveness of it or something, but it wouldn't wear out or something, yeah. some weird yeah, shit like it, it that. Like
4: it, like it, it, uh, it cut the number of uses of that thing in half, but allowed it to regenerate up to that half at ends. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Nice and then game. there,
4: the, and like the, the, the magical sort of elf type race, uh, gained and lost, their abilities as they leveled, so you didn't you didn't have as much control over what spells they had at any given level, but they were more powerful to to adjust for that, as I recall. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was weird, and you could do like if you wanted to do an all monster run or an all robots run or something, you could totally do that. And they had it just weird seems like stories it was too.
0: Neat and experimental, like are, yeah, don't you? I feel like I remember, like, fighting God yeah. at some point one in of them, one of them.
4: One of them definitely ends with, like, what the, the conceit of that one is that there's a big tower in the middle of the world, but every, like, tenth floor of the tower is another world, <laughs> and, mm. and the world's are element are sort of elemental themed like i think the first one is is the the earth type world and it's just a normal sort of world but then you go to one that where everything is underwater and you go to and, as you're going up the tower, you're also going forward in time. so the 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 second world is slightly more technologically advanced. And then the fourth world, the fi- is the fire world because it's a nuclear post-apocalypse world. <laughs> and <laughs> so when you when you fight God, you're
1: fighting
0: God at like the heat death of the universe,
4: yeah, basically.
0: Wow. Neat. That is neat. We should do that for an assignment one of these days, although I bet that's super grindy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! For sure, because it's the like you take a few steps and you're in, an, in a random encounter, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Which I don't. I don't think I. would. It would be rough
4: to actually anymore. play that. Probably no.
0: You could game genie it so that you just hit a button to start a fight. <laughs> and then it's all better.
1: So this game, uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, has at least two remakes. Uh, one of them we briefly touched on last week uh, for the GBA called Sword of Mana, which was, I thought, not very good. It was more in the the vein of of. of the more, more recent games in the second Tetsu series. Um, and then there's also a a remake for the... I think it was for the Vita that was almost like a shot-for-shot shot remake of the original Game Boy game, but using 3D. Hmm.
3: Um,
1: and it seemed like it was trying to be cue very closely to what it feels like to play that game. But, like, instead of the sprites, they have, like, animated 3D models. And the one um, thing that, the, the, like, the biggest divergence that I saw when I was scrubbing through a Let's Play video was that in the sections where they, where you were climbing vines on the wall, they actually had you, like, climbing vertically in 3D space. Hmm. Insta- like which i don't know what else they would have done like but i was surprised by it for some reason huh um and i thought that like i thought the 3d art in that was really kind of shabbily done and kind of ugly um and it got me thinking about like you know when you have a, a game that is beloved it's that way for one of two reasons one is luck like is either right time right place or just like the development like decisions just worked out really well or you have like your A team working on it and you give them b- a bunch of time to polish um and you almost never have an A team working on a remake of something the A team is like going to be wanting to work on a, a new plan thing that's supposed to come together yeah yes i've seen it i've seen and it so like proposed. unless you're
0: lucky a remake is going to be bad I've seen it proposed that the idea of game studios having a teams and B teams is somehow like problematic as a thing to acknowledge. And that's one where I'm like, you know, I like, there is not a world that is so woke that there aren't just people who are better at stuff than other people. (laughs) And it's not, I have not seen that discourse. Okay, good. (laughs) You, You need to hang, you need to get more lefty you need to heal further left on Twitter. Right, maybe. To see that discourse. Or just unmute them.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean... I could understand how, as a person working at a game studio, constantly having you and your peers being referred to as oh, like, yeah. the You'd B never, or C team It's like when you have a
1: favorite t- child, you don't actually tell any of them. Uh, you just give one of them all the
0: good stuff. Uh, Here's one thing that you <laughs> and, could do. You just don't give the B team internet access at work. Right. So then they can never see that people are referring to them as the B team. Right.
1: Well, yeah. And when I say A team and B team, I don't mean like this is... I don't mean like you ever actually have a hierarchy that's established, even
0: to the point that you call them that in your head. No, they have audio playing into their cribs at night saying, I'm awfully glad I'm not on the A team. Their right. jobs are ever so difficult. <laughs>
2: Do you think at DreamWorks, when they were working on B movie?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is the same joke, though, yep. right? Because it's B. Yeah. You know? Uh, what was Final Fantasy Mystic Quest? It was a Super Nintendo game that was kind of like this, right? Like it was a, it was a game in the Final Fantasy world, but it was real time sword play.
4: Yeah. I don't remember. I don't think I I ever played that one.
0: Or was it? I never played that, but from what
1: I heard, I got the impression that it was a Final Fantasy game that had been dumbed down for the American audience. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that means that like they made it specifically for the audience, or they took an existing game and made it dumb. But I got the impression that it was like a a very simple uh, turn-based RPG.
0: But not having played it, I couldn't tell you. The game's presentation and battle system is broadly similar to that in the main series, but d- differed in its inclusion of action adventure game elements.
3: Huh.
0: Huh. Doesn't really say gameplay. There's jumping. You can use your weapons outside of battle. You can use a grappling hook to clear wide gaps. Wow.
1: Got a hook shot.
0: Yeah. Uh, the battle system is just JRPG combat, though. No. Oh. Huh.
1: But so the action and adventure elements are outside of combat.
0: Yeah, they're just navigating the world
1: and stuff. So. No, so they're basically just cool guy moves. Yeah, you got plenty <laughs> of cool guy moves.
0: Uh, well, what are we doing for our next assignment, lads?
2: We are going to play Dragon Quest Builders 2. Which Yay! comes out in a couple of days. Yes. Maybe a well, week ago as of the publishing of exactly. this. I have no fucking idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, what am I going to do? When are these going to come out? When are our Patreon backers going to get charged? Our Patreon backers, such as Fert- Ferdinand Carbonara. Lopka. <laughs>
4: Link Lancaster.
0: Binky the clown from Shakes the Clown. Yep. Okay. Binky the doormat they call him. Uh, sure. Binky the clown, the clown was also the clown
4: in Garfield. Oh. Oh,
2: where
0: do you think there's a connection between those two
1: universes?
4: I think it's I think it's entirely uh I think it's 100% certain that that is the same clown.
0: You don't think there are they both in the is Shakes the Clown in the Tommy Westfall continuity? <laughs> Uh, anyway, Dragon Quest Builders 2, uh, which is exciting and comes out on the Switch in a couple of days. Yeah. And, um, the only way that this would be more exciting to me is if it was on PC where you could control it with a mouse. <laughs> because that seems like it would make it way easier to build. Stuff. I mean, you should
1: consider hooking a mouse up to your Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See you get a there, are, there, there are
2: some ways to change your inputs. They're not
0: easy. But it's possible. Could... I bet just the inclusion of the touchscreen would help a lot. Although, did the Vita have a touchscreen? I
4: don't know. It had that yeah, weird it, touch it it thing
0: had, on the back. It, it had you could touch either either side of it, and mm-hmm. it would. But nothing used nothing nothing except Tearaway used that back.
1: Well, at, at the beginning, like Sony insisted, everybody use the back for something.
0: All right, uh, Switch light news today that everyone already knew was kind of oh, yeah. surprise. Yeah. No. Um, Is it the Switch, but it's really light-colored?
1: Yeah.
2: Kind of. Doesn't have detachable controllers. I don't understand. Does not not attach to a TV. Because I'm a guy that
0: prefers having it attached to the TV to play it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't. This has no appeal to me at all. You going to buy one? As someone whose Switch, like the Joy-Cons are kind of fucked
1: up now, and they don't really dock that well, I would probably prefer that.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I use the Switch both docked and undocked and yeah. I, I like it the way it is. I would not trade it for a smaller screen. and
0: I would like if controls. I could just have the Switch suspended in front of me like, while I was in bed yeah. and then I could just play with a Pro Controller if I, I get one of those I mean, things can, like you've got rigged up for your yeah, iPad.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll send you the Amazon link. <laughs> so there's a Nintendo Labo for Switch VR. Yeah. You could just put the mask on in bed well and do you not you
2: don't have a television in your bedroom no i no and i wouldn't never want a tv no i never want
0: a tv in my bedroom but i i feel like it's impossible for me to comfortably use the switch in handheld mode i felt the same way about the 3ds like i i powered through it to play some stuff that was especially good but it was just there's such a barrier to entry to like i don't know contorting my hands into the agonizing claws that they have to be in to like hold the thing up and then like uh, trying to figure out a way to like
3: Consider I
4: mean, that's I that's know, considered doing that's stretching kind of exercises what the nice thing about the switch light I feel like is going to be is the fact that that it's well that it's lighter the switch light mm-hmm. but uh but uh, but it's lighter and more pocket sized so it's more conveniently portable if you like but it's also smaller plate. which means yeah exactly
1: you even have to you have to Contort your hands even more, which is the other, like, and I, before you explained that it was actually the, the size of it, I was
0: going to make a pumping iron joke, because <laughs> you could do that if it was too heavy. I see. If it was, like, really heavy, I could pretend I, I could just work out with it. Or,
1: I mean, if, the, if it's an endurance thing, you could work out separately from it. Oh, I see. Okay. And be more
0: prepared. What, okay, I could, get, I could get somebody to make a cast iron switch yes that was the shape and size of the switch and then just like practice holding it balancing it on my pinky fingers like a like a holding a big unwieldy telephone mm, and at and then ends. drinking
1: a smoothie made entirely of egg yolks
0: yeah yeah well with some God. protein powder right well i'd snort the protein powder oh, right. so do some lines do some lines of protein powder off the back make of the your, toilet in, the, in the gym some, bathroom. D- some dots and lines of yeah. protein
3: powder yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so gentlemen, I, until this, until you said that thing about egg yolks, I was having a great time recording episode number 377 <laughs> of video games, hot dog, a, what did you, what did we decide it is? A
1: Harmony Joy bus a ride. A Harmony Joy
0: bus ride, uh, on the internet. And I hope we do it again real soon. Uh, um, I think we should. And listeners, I hope that you, I hope that all of your rides are Harmony Joy bus rides and none of them are demon racked hell rides. Vampire birds. Cockaboo boobalaya. Good night, everybody. Good night. I forget we haven't know. listened to vampire bat in a long time. <laughs>